All right, we're live and all set to go. Hey, this is the March 22nd, 2022 meeting of the North Coast Zoning Board of Appeals. My name is Richard Rand and I'm the chairman. And this is an open meeting of the North Coast Zoning Board of Appeals. It's being conducted remotely, consistent with Governor Baker's executive order of June 16th, 2021, an act relative to extending certain COVID-19 measures adopted during the state of emergency. All members of the Zoning Board of Appeals are allowed and encouraged to participate remotely. The order allows the Zoning Board of Appeals to meet entirely remotely so long as reasonable public access is afforded so that the public can follow along with the deliberations of the meeting. The public is encouraged to follow along using the posted agenda unless the chair notes otherwise. Members of the public who wish to view the live stream of this meeting may do so by going to the Northborough Remote Meetings on YouTube via the link listed on the agenda. Ensuring public access, access does not ensure public participation unless such participation is required by law. This meeting will have future public comment. Okay, we'd just like to affirm which members are here. Uh, if you would just answer, uh, I call your name, Mark Rattan. Here. Fran Backstrand. Here. Paul Tagliferi. Here. Brad Back, Blanchette. Here. Jeffrey Leland. Here. Okay, and the only member missing is Susie. Just look up. Okay. First item on the agenda is to consider the petition of Stuart Pasakalis on behalf of Sammy's Pizza and Seafood for a variance for the installation of root rooftop signs on the property located at 14 East Main Street, map 53, parcel 116 in the Business East Zoning District. And do we have our applicant on board yet, Jim? Dick, it um, looks like in the audience, the phone number that ends 838 and 994 are the two um, people, the applicants. Great. So I have allowed them to talk. I believe it is star six to unmute yourself if you are on a cell phone. Okay. Could the owners of Sammy's Pizza please speak up? Could the applicant for Sammy's Pizza please identify yourself? Uh, Jim, is there a command they can give to raise their hand to make sure? Uh, yes, yeah, so it's star nine to raise your hand and then it's star six to unmute yourself. Jim, are both of them online? Uh, so I don't see any names, but as Fran said, uh, there are two familiar phone numbers. Um, I've given them permission to speak and I've sent the ask to unmute uh, prompt to them, um, but so far I don't see um, them being unmuted. The phone number that ends in 994 is Stuart Pascalis. He's the owner of the property. The phone number that ends in 7838 
is the tenant or the restaurant owner. His name is Rahul. Um, hello. There's one. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, you must be Rahul. Well, this is Stuart Pescalis. Hello, Stuart. This is Richard Rand from the uh, Zoning Board of Appeals. And uh, we've just had an introduction that you're the next item on the agenda. And we'd like you to uh, speak and uh, address the board on what you would like to do here tonight. Yes, Mr. Rand and the Zoning uh, Board of Appeals uh, members. Um, I uh, have, this is a petition for the um, signs on the side of the building and uh, on parcel 215 uh, 116 map 53 um, I, I, I have a uh, statement here from the town of uh, Did he put up? How many? You got two, two, two signs, signs on, on each on each side. One on the front and one on the side. And that's why we remove all other signs from the building. Exactly. All right. And did you get a did you get a building permit before you put those up? Uh, I spoke to the tenant and he didn't uh, get a building permit uh, on this. He has since. Uh, did you get a permit? No, like you know, the sign guy. He said he applied for the permit, and when we went to that department, like you know, he, he said like uh, that is uh, roof, but according to that building structure, it doesn't uh, consider as a roof. It is a kind of wall. So that's the thing. Uh, he uh, recommended us. We need to appeal to the the board so they can only decide. What will be the, the decision? Okay. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, no, nothing else. Because he said, according to the, like you know, the city law, uh, the town uh, only allow me to 32 square feet. So he told me to like you know remove other signs from the windows. So then it will be only two signs will be uh, meet that requirement. That means 32 square feet. So I remove all other signs from the like you know window doors on the wall because on the wall 
there was a big signs kind of like you know uh, around how many like you know 22 surface so i remove everything because we said if you want to keep that too you need to remove remove other signs from the building otherwise it will not meet the requirements that it is perfect so i did and i show him he said, he told me it should be all right but anyway you need to wait for um, the going board decision okay do you have anything else you'd like to say Mr. Okay. And, uh, Go ahead. Who's this? This is the owner of the property. I don't have anything else. The, the tenant is tenant. I don't, I'm not sure. Okay. We're going to ask the uh, building inspector to speak. If you could uh, just stay on the line and, and listen to the meeting, okay? And if, any of the board members have any questions after he speaks, then they'll be asking you questions. Okay. Okay. Bob, could you uh, enlighten us about what this is about? Sure. Um, when Sammy's came in, they applied for a permit. Uh, and this, the letter, rejection letter is actually in your packet from over a year ago. They wanted to put these signs up. And when I wrote the rejection letter, those signs were already there. And I explained to them at the time, boy, that feedback's terrible. Um, yep. That the signs needed a variance because those signs are mounted on a roof and not a wall. And I explained at the time that that is a roof and not a wall structure. I also explained that the, the signs are oversized and that they are also uh, non-permitted and they needed a variance. A year later, I sent another enforcement form and this got their attention, okay? Um, you were emailed a copy of the most recent violation notice uh, this afternoon. I apologize for the lateness of that. I know you, re you requested it when you have to deal with the enforcement notice, but basically it explains that, um, you know, the, the sign has been up for over a year. They've done nothing to correct for it. They have not applied for any new sign permits. Okay, so that those signs went up without permits and they were also wired without any wiring permits. Okay, so right now we could deem it as an unsafe structure um, because, you know, wiring and everything else. Uh, we also asked the owners and the uh, tenants to remove the excess signage as that all counts towards the square footage and the number of signs. They removed most of them. I did allow one menu sign to be attached to the side of the building because people walk up to an order window and place their orders. So I thought a, um, uh, a menu ordering sign would be appropriate at that spot. Um, but they have cleaned up some of the other signs around the picnic area. But um, the you know this violation has gone on for over a year now in terms of those two signs and they've had lots of opportunities to correct for it. And the first time I sent the order out, we were ignored. Okay, thank you. We'll open up to the board. Any questions or comments? Yeah, Fran? Chair, I, so I, do, I do have a question because um, the freestanding sign is not an issue, Bob, that one, because it, okay, I'll let you answer that. Go ahead. The, Sorry. The, fr the freestanding sign, 
was also installed without a permit. And that is not subject to as rigorous uh, zoning enforcements as the two roof signs that were installed. Um, you know, the sign itself, the freestanding sign is, a, is kind of a separate category in the business east um, uh, zoning section in terms of sign requirements. So, you know, it's allowed to stay there. Uh, I am working with the client or the customer to try to get the permit um, issued for that. Uh, as it stands right now, the, the new insert that was installed is not correct because it does not display the, uh, the numerical address of um, either West Main Street, uh, Main Street or uh, East Main Street for that matter. And a follow-up, um, Mr. Chair, can you, because I, I could not follow the, um, the applicant with his understanding that because of the style of the roof, that's not considered a roof, it's considered a wall. So it has to meet wall criteria or? It, as I explained to the, to, to the applicants tonight, uh, a roof is a structure that protects something under it from the weather elements. And this is a mansard roof. It's not considered to be a wall. Uh, a wall would be typically a virtually vertical surface. Um, and if you look at the particular pictures in here, the roof um, or the red portion of the building, if you will, um, protects people underneath it. It protects the, the, you know, the windows that are under it. So uh, this particular piece, although it looks like a wall or it looks like a parapet, does in fact shed weather from items and people under it. So it's, it's defined as a roof. Okay, thank you. So just one follow-up. So as a roof sign, it does have, it. if everything was in a perfect world, they would still need a variance to have a roof sign. Yes, roof signs are not allowed in Northboro. Uh, so if they were to utilize that area, they would have to get a variance. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, Paul? I think Susie had her hand up first. But okay, Susie? I'll go after. Thank you, Paul. Sorry I was late, everyone. I had to, uh, my husband couldn't pick up our kids. So I raced home and safely, and I'm here. Um, I had a couple of questions. Um, Bob, they've been in violation for a year. Have they, have we um, issued any fines to them or they're just in violation? They're currently in violation um, to my, um, you, know, you can, I'll take the blame. I have not issued any fines. Um, I've contact, tried to contact them a couple of times and, you know, they need to get this straightened out and they never did. Um, this is not an excuse, but we're swamped over here in building and zoning. And we just, we just can't get to everything on a very timely basis. Um, that's, it. that's just the reality. Um, but, you know, I have tried to reach out to them several times, either by email or phone, or even stopping in when we did the annual inspections for the um, Common Vic renewal license. And we said, you really need to figure out the sign situation. And uh, it never really had any traction until um, uh, this January. So is that something that we'll issue after, even if they fix it for that year that they were in violation and knew it? I don't think it would do any good. Um, I, 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 you know, I, it's, it's up to you folks to, to, to decide whether or not to give them the variance to put the sign up or actually leave it up. It's still up. Uh, and, you know, you know, writing a fine at $300 a day for 300 days. 
That's a lot of mass. I mean, maybe they were, maybe places would fix their signs sooner if they knew that we would issue signs. But um, I had another question. So how many signs that are on the property are not in violation of something right now? I drove by today and I know that they've taken down the ones on the fence. I saw a flaggy one, like a flag. I think I don't, and I don't know which menu you're talking about because they might have a menu on the side and the front. I told and them they then, could have, I told them one sign where the order windows are, which are, as you're facing the building, yeah. it's on the uh, left side. Okay, okay. That's, that's where the menu sign is. That's where the order windows are. Yeah. Um, the other signs around the little fenced in area have been taken out. Um, I haven't been by today to see if anything new has gone up, the, um, you know, there were some, you know, signs that are probably 18 inches by six inches tall. They're kind of stuck in the windows and they say, you know, subs and pizza and stuff like that. And, you know, that's up for debate. I, I really think that's part of uh, the sign calculation and the sign square footage. So it's, um, you know, they still continue to, to have some violations out there, um, but the big one is the ones on the roof. So, okay. So none of, so probably none of the signs except for one of the menus is okay right now? Currently. Okay. Okay. And you're working on the freestanding, which is another, that's a yeah. whole other thing. Okay. Right. I mean, it's in the grand scheme of things, it's minor compared to, to this particular situation. You know, it, it needs a building permit and it needs the numbers on the top of the sign. Okay. Hey, thanks, Susie. Paul? Thank you. Uh, thank you, Chair. Um, so I guess my question to start is, um, is, is this, is the applicant requesting a variance or are they appealing Bob's interpretation of the ruling? That I don't know if that's for Bob or the applicant to answer. I, I would say, and we've kind of gone down this road before, if you apply, if I've written an order to correct, and they appeal it. I, I, my, my take is, is that if, they, if an appeal is granted to the petitioner, then that, in, that kind of de facto allows the situation to stay. I mean, right. I'm not, so I'm not I, an attorney, but that's how I see it. Right, so then I guess my question for the applicant is, is, is this an appeal or are you requesting a variance to put the signs on your building? Through the chair. The application shows that it's a variance request and an appeal request. Both boxes are checked. Hmm. Anything else, Paul? Well, I, I guess, um, you know, whether or not it's an appeal or a variance, right, is important for us to determine exactly what it is they're asking for, right? If it's an appeal of Bob's termination, right, of all of these signs are incorrectly placed and everything that Bob had, you know, specifically laid out in his letter and uh, previously, um, you know, then they're looking to obviously keep everything that's currently there, right? And then if it's a variance, right, you know, I would, as a board member, I would like to see some specifics around exactly what is the variance that they are looking for us to approve, right? In, ter in terms of context, in terms of what bio specific bylaws that they are, are looking for us to approve, to give us 
the, the proper uh, uh, format and uh, structure around how we're going to you know, proceed in making a decision. I, I, I would suggest um, that they are going for an appeal uh, because of this um, statement. In the earlier sections of the zoning bylaws under the Zoning Board of Appeals, I think it's subsection number four in terms of duties of the ZBA is to hear um, about um, appeals um, on from individuals who have been served or have given an order from a municipal um, enforcing agent in town. Uh, that's what I serve them, which is an enforcement order. And I think under that particular section of the zoning bylaws, um, you folks need to hear the appeal and not hear um, an application for a variance. Okay. Thank you, Bob. Yes, Bob. Anyone else? Mark? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Bob, do you know if the electrical work on these signs was ever uh, inspected? I mean, did they replace existing signage that was inspected, or are we dealing with totally uh, random electrical work here? Um, our database shows no application for a wiring permit for the signs and therefore no inspections of the signs. Um, I have not been informed officially of who the sign contractor is, but I have a pretty good idea of who it is. Um, uh, as the uh, owner is responsible for his own property, I've decided to issue the, uh, um, this particular enforcement order to uh, the, the property owner. Uh, I'm in contact with the wiring inspector in town to see if he wants to pursue uh, any kind of uh, formal actions against the electrician who failed the pull permit. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Anyone else? Fran? Um, so, I mean, to piggyback on Paul, I, I think that we can't even look at one without addressing the other first. And, um, Bob has indicated that he is in violation of several zoning bylaws. And so we can't even entertain the idea of whether a variance should be granted if we can't even be sure that he's going to address the issues of the appeal. So I think that we, I mean, I would think we would have to almost like vote on the appeal of, the, of Bob's interpretation before we could even even entertain a zoning a variance, I would think. I would think so too. Anyone else? Brett? Mr. Chair, yes. Uh, so what we're talking, I agree wholeheartedly with uh, what uh, Fran had just mentioned. Um, I, I think it's two separate um, issues. And just to be clear, they're not asking for any additional signage. It's kind of, they're asking for forgiveness of what they've already put there and hoping that we can uh, remedy the situation. Is that correct? Bob, okay, yeah, yeah I see you nodding your head, okay. And I have a question for the applicant. Um, the fact that the applicant, you, you have been in violation for over a year. Um, can you please explain why you ignored the building inspector and our bylaws for so long? And now you're, you're coming to us uh, asking for forgiveness. 
So I did end up um, muting the applicant because of the feedback. Um, so they may just want to unmute themselves at this point. Stuart, could you unmute yourself? Hello, Stuart. Again, on the on the phone, it's uh, star six to unmute yourself. All right, he's unmuted. Stuart. Hello, the applicant from Sammy's Pizza. Would you please speak? Hello, sir. Uh, Hello. Actually, if you notice the applicant's name, it is says Raul. Actually, Raul is the one who put the sign, and he sold the business to me in July. So I'm the one who's Rajiv, and uh, my English is not that good, but so far my understanding is uh, Mr. Bob, he said, like, you know, that uh, I didn't contact with me, him, but as soon as I got the letter, Immediately, I contact with him, and I just take all the sign out from the like you know picnic area, and I can show you the previous photos which was on the wall. It's close to 20 square feet, like you know the sign, which is the different kinds of uh, food image, and I just remove everything because I just want that two things because he cost me uh, $5,500 for that sign. And he already ripped me a lot. So after that, due to the COVID business also affected a lot. So, uh, but however, I talked to that um, guy who put the sign too, like, did you apply to the city uh, for that permit when Raul asked you to install the sign? He said, yes, uh, I did, but he rejected, the city rejected. But I talked to Mr. Bob and I said, how to like, you know, uh, resolve this situation? because it's been made by Raul and the, like, you know, the electrician or sign guy, whatever. But I just took over the place on July. And after that, I tried to like, you know, try my best to communicate with him. And Mr. Uh, my landlord, he's also helping me a lot to like, you know, process this situation. But right now, like, you know, I just removed everything. I can show you the old photos work was on the building and what right now standing it, it's not mean that i don't respect the city law whatever mr bob give me the reaction i try to listen to him maybe sometime my english is not good maybe i i shouldn't understand him but the the general things like so far i understand like he told me to remove all the signs from the uh, picnic areas i remove them i on the left side wall that is also like you know i remove all of these things and second thing, which one he like, you know, accused to me, like we put the sign on the, uh, the roof. Uh, I don't know, like, you know, how come a, uh, how many, uh, like, you know, angle of that, 25 or 30, that the, the, the thing, that's basically not the proper roof. How we have a roof, if the physically the engineer go and they investigate, they can check everything. That's a, like, you know, 25 uh, degree, uh, swap thing, how it could be a, like a, a like a roof. The roof is the like the top one, which is the flat one. So this is not a flat one. That's like in you know, a 25 degree like in you know, a slot. Any any engineer can go and investigate it. If they say you no, know, that is a part of roof. It could say part of roof, but that's not a roof. 
but I don't want to challenge with him because I don't want to dare to do that. I respect the town law. I just, I want to, I'm a very small businessman, but I already raped by my partner because Raul is the one who just stolen the money and he left, who didn't follow the rules. But he used my social security. I used to work for Beth Israel Deaconos Medical Center as a certified uh, pharmacy technician. So when I saw that, like, you know, he did a lot of, like, you know, things, which one he is not following the country's law and regulation. So I just took over my place and I, I just fixed it a lot of things. And then one day I got a letter from the town, like, you know, that incident was happened. So I tried to, like, you know, communicate with him. I tried to, like, resolve the problem. I contact with that sign guy too. I said, without the city permission, how do you uh, put the sign over there? Whatever I will ask you and pay you, you cannot do un until you get the city permission. He said, I applied for the city permission, but uh, like, you know, I was wait for that. And like, you know, uh, uh, sometimes he says they the refuse. And then I try to, try to uh, communicate with Mr. Bob as then how can we resolve it? Because I just want to, okay, if city town decide to, uh, that's okay for me, it's fine. If the town decides, no, it is uh, against uh, a town law, then like, you know, whatever town will decide, I, I respect uh, like you know, uh, this board decision. So right now, sir, I really need everybody's cooperation to run that business because the business is already very slow right now. And we cannot like, you know, survive. I like, you know, pay six, seven people. So who are dependent on me? So in this situation, I need to more focus on the business rather than like, you know, do all this happen. So whatever town and the, like, you know, the, uh, your board will decide, I respect your decision and I will, I'll just give, follow the direction. So just now depend everything up to the, the total board. So, so whatever you tell me, I'll just listen to that and I'll just follow the, you know, the direction. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Any, uh, any other questions, comments? Chair, I'm, I'm confused now because the gentleman just said he just bought this business in July and that the Raul is the person who put in the sign. So I just want to, maybe if we get clarification as to the timeline of some of that. Application sign is my sign. No, but madam, when I submitted the application, that is my sign. I submitted everything. I'm like, the legal permit, I applied for that. None of them by Raul. If they put the Raul name, that is uh, their mistake. So because whenever I went to the city, I mean the town hall, I went with the landlord and I fill out the application. Mr. Bob, he gave me the application form. I fill out there and I sign and I hand over to him. So I don't know where the Raul name came from because Raul has left the, uh, the business uh, on July. Even if you check with the state, he's out of the like, um, what is called? Well, um, the license and permits, See, he's not here any day anymore because last time also I renew all the permits and that, that's my sign and my name. But it's still in a record if they put Raul name, that is a mistake. That, that should not be. Even the corporation name, if you check with the state, uh, Raul from July, his name is not there anymore. He because he sold the business and he left. 
Okay, thank you. Thank you, madam. Well, so, I, I guess just following up on Fran's question, I mean, the name of the petition, well, there is no name of the petitioner on this, but the email is raul.rajibinc at gmail.com. Is the petitioner right, on that, the call? That's our corporation email address, which is like you know, me, Raul, and me, we used to use it. So everywhere there is the email address. So I do have access to uh, use that one because I told you he was my partner and I was the sleeping partner because I used to work for Beth Israel Economic Medical Center. But he's the one who ran the business, but he sold the business on July because all this mismanagement and a lot of like, you know, issues in a business, uh, something uh, like, you know, the accounting too. So I had to take over my place because my social security is involved in this business. So I am the one who is the accountable or like, you know, liable for all this, like, you know, incidents. So I had to take over the place and like, you know, he took his money and he left. But then when I took over and I just sort of run the business, I find all this like, you know, uh, mismanagement or like, you know, like, you know, violations and everything. But as soon as I got the letter from the town, I immediately uh, contacted Mr. Bob. And uh, like, you know, if, if I'm not wrong, uh, last three months or four months, Mr. Pascal, uh, we and you and me, we are talking to like, you know, Mr. Bob about resolving this thing. Yeah. So we, I'm trying at my best. And even sir, I told you, I have all the evidence I can show you. When Raul left me, I have all the photos. How was the sign? And I can show you how the last four months, it's not that Mr. Bob told me and I ignored or, or like, you know, I didn't care about the city's decision and his direction. I follow each and everything. I remove all the signs from the picnic areas. I remove everything from the wall. Only one thing, the menu, that is maybe approximately six, seven square feet. And only two signs, they are still open over there because it's not that easy to remove them. I, I just, I thought, okay, why not try with the city? I to apply to the town board of, uh, um, board of like uh, members, they will decide whatever their decision is. But you know, it's not that easy to remove that one. I need to call that sign guy again and I need to talk to them. It's also a lot of money to I like you know, Raul when he sold the business, he also charged me like you know, five thousand five hundred dollars for that sign. So that's like you know, if I cannot keep that one, it will be effect. I will be also lose that money and it will be also affect to my business because it is very small business and that place I cannot survive if the business is not busy because the five or six people they are working there who are like you know I'm like you know helping the community and I'm like you know helping that people too. So so that's not easy decision to like you know immediately he told me and I remove everything. I remove all, right. all other things. But only two things I think, okay, I will wait for the board of members. All right, thank decision. you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Do you have another question? Uh, yeah, I just have one more follow-up for Bob. Um, so the, the electrical was, the, uh, no, permit, no permit was pulled for the electrical for both of the SAMI signs, the one facing south, and then the one, is there another one facing west? Yes. Or is that, okay, so regardless of what ha whatever, happens he still needs to have someone pull a permit and get his stuff up to speed right okay right. as it stands right now the electrical is not up to code it's it has not been inspected so it cannot be deemed safe okay thank you um, it, 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 as a as a kind of a response to the statements the gentleman just made 
Um, there, when we send an enforcement letter, we send it to the owner of the property and the tenant because the owner of the property is, according to the zoning code, ultimately responsible for what goes on in this property, okay? Um, regardless of who owns the tenantship or who owns the business within that property. Um, <clears throat> so th that's why uh, uh, Mr. Paxalis um, got a copy of the enforcement as well. Um, he was the primary uh, recipient of the order. Uh, in, in terms of, you know, the gentleman stating that he's going to pay money to have the sign removed, um, with all due respect, you know, that's a problem for the sign contractor. He, he did the work without a permit, and, and, and he's liable for the physical, you know, installation of the sign. I mean, you know, I don't know what damage he did to the structure of the roof. I don't know if the uh, wiring is safe. Um because it was not permitted and it was not, neither one was inspected. Bob, can you give us a date that when the owner was first notified of this violation? First notice of the violation. Hang on, I have to look it up. Don't go away. January 13th. 2021. Okay, thank you. Okay, not, 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 not 2022, 2021. And Mr. Chair, can you just ask Bob, can you confirm, was that to the property owner as well as the one business partner named Rahul? Uh, for, the, for the current uh, letter that went out? No, the January of 2021. Okay, the January 2021 went to um, Mr. Paxcalis and the, uh, the, the email copy went to rahul.rajibinc at gmail.com. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Anyone else? Okay, this is a public hearing. Anyone in the audience? Jim, can you let us know? Hello. Oh, sorry, there is a hand raised. Lisa, I'm going to allow you to talk. Hi, thank you, Jim. Thank you, ZBA. Lisa Maselli, 13 Maple Street. Um, okay. I, I mean, it's, it's certainly difficult to understand all the, all the discussion coming up. To, I want to, uh, there's a couple things I want to address. The sign that they speak of that was on the roof with Beezers when it's on the, um, the assessor's map. Uh, those look like they're a banner uh, and a cutout. It's not like a sign that Sammy's is on. It wasn't lit. It wasn't three-dimensional. It just looks like a, like a banner or, or a cutout. So I can't see that that's the, that could be the reason for being able to put up a three-dimensional interlit sign on, on two sides of the roof. Um, and I'm concerned about a few things here because, you know, the, the whole thing about ignoring bylaws, no matter it's the owner of the property that should be responsible, I would assume. And, um, and I mean, the hardship part from a legal perspective where sympathy is really the appropriate basis for granting a variance. I mean, if you don't follow the bylaws and you don't, why do we have them? 
because they're not important and always setting a precedent and uh, there are unintended consequences by doing so. I can understand where we have businesses and people are having a difficult time, certainly, but does that mean that you don't have to follow the bylaws? That's my, I guess that would be my statement at this point. All right, thank you. Jim, anyone else? Uh, no, not at this time. And if you're on a phone, you can use star nine to raise your hand. There is one more hand raised. It's a phone number. Um, I am allowing you to talk. You can um, star six to unmute yourself. And if you uh, just state your uh, name and address for the record, please. Hello. Hi. Hello. Can you state your name? Hi, I'm um, Shannon Cooley. Uh, thank you all for your time tonight. Uh, can I be heard? Yes. Yes, you can speak. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so I definitely have some concerns um, with the previous resident who just made her concerns about variances and following them and bylaws. They are there for a reason. We all have to follow them. We all have to pay taxes. There's a reason for order and those must be completely and absolutely followed. So my biggest concern right off the bat is that there's three signs, three that are not approved by the town. They're illegal. My second main concern now as a resident that lives in this part of town is that they are not and have been not inspected by a proper electrician, which deems that property completely unsafe. Now you have residents that are on three sides of that building and very successful businesses and residents on the other side of the street. And if there was a fire, what would happen? on a windy day like today, where it is dry. That is unacceptable and unsafe. Okay, thank you. In addition, I am not done. The signs that are up are lit all night long and they are not electrically safe. So if they start fires in the middle of the night, on a windy, dry day. You have a house directly behind the restaurant. You have a complex directly across the street. You have another house directly across the street. It is unacceptable. Laws need to be implied and followed. I am a huge supporter of small businesses and the effect that this pandemic has had on small businesses but there are rules and laws and variances to follow, especially when you're in a residential neighborhood. It's a must. Something needs to be done. In addition to the Sammy's neon light signs that are on all night long that are not deemed electrically safe, sometimes there's flashing colored Christmas lights lit up. So unless we want half of East Main Street set on fire because of a random act of electrical dysfunction, 
I'm pretty sure something really needs to be done about this. Okay, that's what this hearing is about. And, Thank you, ma'am. Yes. No, no. One more thing. There is also another sign that is on the side of a dumpster that is advertising a mobile mini. That's a big sign going right down East Main Street. So we advertising now mobile mini storage units. I'm just concerned about that. And realize that, that now that's. Is that on this property or is it someone else's property? Oh, no, that's on Sammy's property. They have a dumpster with a big sign that says mobile mini. Okay. All okay. Right. In addition to that, no, please, can I finish? Thank you. I appreciate all your time tonight, but there's a few things that the residents here do want to say. There's also a dumpster that gets full of trash and blows all over the street. So if there is a fire, how is that going to be deemed safe? I feel like that is another issue that needs to be addressed, that that dumpster, I feel, should be fenced in. Because most variances in a residential neighborhood, especially with a dumpster, should be fenced in. Because all the issue. other businesses... It's, that's not pardon? an issue for this board. The dumpster I understand, but, I'm, but, I, but now I'm, the concern for me is the fire that you've just said on record is this building across the street in this whole neighborhood of businesses, residents, is deemed electrically unsafe. So tonight, the whole building could light on fire because they leave their signs on all night long. So if that catches on fire on a night like tonight or last night and those winds pick up, what do you think the ramifications will be of that? Yeah, thank you, ma'am. Yep. You know, I appreciate small businesses, but you want all, everybody to pay taxes and everybody to follow rules. The business needs to follow the rules and the town needs to do what needs to happen to keep the residents and the businesses. Amen. Thank you very much. Any other member? Any other calls, Jim? Dick, it just sorry. This is Fran again. Um, for the minutes, Miss um, Cooley did not give her address as a Northboro resident, so that Michelle can have it for the record. And she sung up. Okay. Anyone else have anything to say? I believe the applicant has their hand raised. Um, I don't know if. You're taking additional comment at this time. Yeah, go ahead. I believe they just lowered it, but they still have permission to talk. So you can uh, star six to unmute yourself if you have uh, additional comments. Hello, sir. Stuart, say you. Uh, actually, I listened to her, uh, but that's a. Um, solar system so that's basically uh, daytime is off and nighttime is on and our store is like you know fully secured by she said if middle of the night if uh, the light is the whole night the light is on if anything any fire issues uh, who will be notified how do you know the whole store is uh, fully secured by beacon protection 
So any kinds of short circuit, any kinds of fire issues, uh, or any kinds of like you know theft, so automatically is uh, like you know notified to the fire department and like the police station. So that is safe. But uh, second thing, uh, so far from July till now, uh, it's never happened about the trash. But when I took over the place, I got a couple of complaints from her. Uh, my like you know previous owner, I mean the previous partner uh, Rahul, when he was here, couple of times it happened like that. But we have also complaints like sometimes when people, my neighbors, sometimes they like you know dump their uh, trash in our dumpster because our we have a huge dumpster. But maybe sometimes they have a small uh, like you know garbage can at home. So they okay, sir, that's really tr to, uh, the trash isn't the issue tonight. The, the signs are okay. So yeah, that's well known. I just want to like you know make uh, everything clear. Like you know, so sometimes people also dump their like you know trashes in our dumpster, but we never complain to anybody because we know it's like we cannot prevent it. Uh, maybe one or two people that do it, but we just ignore these things. So because I know we need to do the business in that uh, neighborhood, so I can not like you know make them mad or feel it bad. So I never complain about who dumps their like you know trash in trash in our dumpster, but yeah, you're right. So that's not a big deal. Right now we are talking about the sign thing. So that's that's the one. The sign thing. The whole night the reason is on because that's the like you know solar system. In the daytime they're off, and the nighttime they're automatically on. But I will go to the store today and I try to find out manually we can turn it off at nine o'clock because we close at nine. So we try try to like you know manually turn it off the sign. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. Anyone else have any comments, questions? No, seeing none. Matt, Mr. Chairman, I move that we close the hearing. Second. Okay, Mark made the motion. Fran seconded. All those in favor of closing the hearing, Mark. Aye. Fran? Aye. Paul? Aye. Brad? Myself? Aye. Brad, you are muted. Aye. Okay, thanks. Okay, most of the hearing is closed. Okay, why don't we discuss and uh, make a decision on this right now? Being the only thing on the agenda. Mm -hmm. Paul? I guess I'll go first. Um, so I guess if we're looking at this as an appeal of Bob's interpretation, um, you know, I'll start with the first thing is in terms of the grandfathering. Um, I've seen no evidence whatsoever that, you know, these signs are appropriately grandfathered at all. Um, obviously, the work has been done recently. So any sort of connection to what was previously there, um, I have not seen any evidence of. Um, these signs are not inspected, not permitted, uh, not allowed on the roof uh, or the allowed square footage. Um, you know, I, I would consider these things to be sort of egregious violations of the sign bylaws um, from top to bottom. Um, and I think speaking specifically in terms of an appeal of Bob's interpretation, um, as he detailed in his letter, um, I would have to uphold his appeal or his, his interpretation, sorry. I flipped the wording there. My bad. Anyone else? Okay. Right, that would be me. Fran. Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Chair. Um, yeah, I, the, 
I don't see any reason why we would not uphold um, Bob's interpretation of the zoning bylaws and the infractions that he laid out in his letter. Uh, the fact that this gentleman somehow had a partner breakup in July and is now fully responsible is unfortunate, but the property owner himself has been notified for over a year and he could have taken action to try to assist his tenant. Um, I will say just on a side note, the Beezer's freestanding sign never had an address on it. Um, I don't know whether that's a new rule or not, but I mean, that's just a sidebar. Um, but yeah, I mean, it needs to be brought up to code. Well, I mean, it needs to be enforced. I would also recommend that the enforcement of the fines begin um, the date of the letter. I would not go back a year, but if we have the authority to start the clock on the um, fines that we should, um, because it is a serious infraction. And, it, and again, the, the property owner knew for over a year. Yeah, thanks, Fran. Anyone else? Susie has her hand up. Susie, go ahead. Thank moving. you, Brad. Um, I agree with Paul and Fran as well. And I like Fran's idea. I do believe that a fine should be given out because it's been so long. And anybody that is watching this, it doesn't set very good precedent because then they'll be like, oh, I'll just put fines everywhere. Like, what is North what is Northboro gonna do? Um, in a after hearing um, the last caller, um, Ms. Cooley, I am wondering too. Maybe is there a way we can have them turn the signs off that they have up right now since they haven't been inspected? Um, I know they're gonna try turning them off at nine, but um, you know the fact that they haven't been inspected and they might not be up to code, you know she did put it in perspective as being a resident that lives nearby. Um, and also, I mean, I know that I've been on the board the least amount of time out of all of you, but we have had um, several hearings on different signs. And I feel like, you know, we're always like, oh, well, it's this much bigger. And, you know, we put so much thought into, you know, how the signs look on the buildings and everything. And we really are trying to make Northboro look better. Um, so I think this gross, um, variance from the rule. I I don't, if I could vote tonight, I would not, I would support Bob, basically. Okay, Thank thanks. you. Paul, Mark? Um, I guess to pile on, uh, I do think that, yeah, these, this sign should not be permitted to be on till nine o'clock and they go home. Um, I, I don't know, Bob, if you can do electrical work, but I mean, can you go over there and at least pull the plug and make sure this sign is safe and is off full time as far as the roof signs, because this is unsafe. Um, and I do have a lot of sympathy for the people on the street saying, yeah, they, they're right. If on a windy day, this could burn down several houses. Um, you know, the only other alternative is to just shut down the business outright until uh, something's done. But at the very least, can we have these, have these roof signs disconnected? Um, just as a matter of technical um, information, as a building inspector, 
I'm not a wiring inspector, so legally I'm not allowed to touch anything electrical. However, I can get in touch with our wiring inspector and we can um, follow his recommendation. Um, either the owner can get an electrician in there and either shut the breaker off or, or take the break or the circuit out, or um, uh, we could order the, uh, the light to be permanently disabled until a new permit has been issued uh, at the fine of $300 a day, which would be a new and separate violation. Um, and the third thing is, um, if the owner refuses to comply with any of that, uh, the town, I believe, does have the ability to send in an electrician, do the appropriate safety work um, on behalf of the owner, and charge the owner for the, um, for the service. Mm -hmm. Hey, thanks, Bob. Brad? Uh, yeah, so uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up first is the fact that the lights are on overnight, which is another uh, violation of our town bylaws. So first things first, at a minimum, they should be turned off at nine o'clock. Uh, the fact that uh, the wiring hasn't been expected is extremely alarming, especially with a bunch of residential homes around that area. And I just think that uh, they just completely disregarded our bylaws and and. I, I want them to be fined to the fullest extent of the law or the, our bylaws. And if they don't comply within a certain period, then we, we should shut them down. I mean, this is just, it's not a safe, it's, it's not a safe uh, uh, dwelling at, at this point. And it's so close to residential neighborhoods or residential homes. So, I mean, at a minimum, we have to do something. And uh, again, I echo what Fran and everyone else on the board has said, as far as uh, um, agreeing or uh, upholding uh, our building inspectors uh, interpretation um, for this project. All right, thanks, Brad. You have a motion? Just, I just wanna circle back around. So, I mean, if we make a motion on the appeal, there's still the variance. And I mean, should he get everything all straightened up and fixed correctly and then moving forward want to request a variance for so properly installed properly lit signage um would we vote would we make a motion separately on that or does that by default go away when we make a motion on the appeal well my, my read of this is the variance application is before us as well as the appeal but we should hear the appeal for us to make a decision on that and then we should make a decision on the variance whether we give it to him or not and he can either withdraw his application for the variance or he could wait two years and, and put it for another one so right. those are his alternatives yeah okay all right that's perfect all right then yeah, i would make sense if you'd like mr chair i will make the motion and as we normally do it's it will be in the affirmative um, for the vote. So I move that we approve, we also, we approve the appeal of the building inspector's interpretation of the zoning bylaws for 14 East Main Street as made by the applicant, Stuart Padalaskalis on behalf of Sammy's Pizza at 14 East Main Street. Second. Okay, Fran made a motion. Brad seconded it. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, uh, Bob has his hand up. Yes. 
Thank you. I, I just have one technical question. Um, I get this, this the um, the tenor of the board wants um, fines issued. Um, in order to do that, I'm going to have to consult with um, uh, town council, and I'm going to ask him to examine the uh, order of um, uh, the violation order. And I will allow him to tell me what would be an appropriate date to start. Friend mentioned something about the uh, earliest available date based upon the new um, uh, violation notice. Um, there's a certain amount of time that I believe I gave him to respond. Um, and I want to be able to make sure that uh, the fines are given out um, correctly. So I'm going to defer to the town council for that. The other thing, um, if, if we're going to fine, um, we should probably think about, um, you know, the requirement is that you don't have to remove the signs, repair the roof, take the electrical work out and make it safe all the way back to the wiring panel. Um, give, I would suggest um, giving the owner a timeline to comply with that. Um, five days, 10 days, whatever. Uh, and the fines would continue until that work has been accomplished, that the signs have been taken out, the roof has been repaired, and the um, wiring taken back to the um, uh, breaker panel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, the enforcement letter does um, state that they're, the failure to do so within seven days of the receipt of this letter could mm -hmm. re will result in fines. So I think mm -hmm. we're covered, but. Um, yeah, I mean, we can make another motion after this one um, as well. Sorry, Mr. Chair. Like, we're, I guess we're, we're not really deciding on fines, right? We're just deciding strictly on the appeal, right? Obviously, mm -hmm. we're just a zoning board of appeals. Bob is the enforcement officer. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we all have said our piece on how our feelings are about this case and you know the the severity of what we think. But mm -hmm. ultimately, whether what fines and the remedy, or, I'm sorry, the fines is not really within our purview. It's whether or not the appeal is upheld or denied, right? And then in terms of, um, you know, to Bob's last point about, you know, at, like how long for the remedy, is that when, I guess, when the, the decision is signed? Or is it, for, is it from this vote, right? You talk about five days. Because if I would say that if it's when the decision is written up signed which obviously we all know could take a week or two right i would say you would have zero days because you've had 18 months or whatever it is from the one from the decision date i i judge, think our uh, job here is to uh, answer whether or not we agree with the appeal or do not agree with the appeal all right and we okay. it's up to bob to make the decisions about fines when they are levied him and town council that's their job collectively to make those decisions. And I don't think it's any in the purview of this board to set fines or when they start, when they end or anything like that. Bob's job is to do the enforcement. That's fair. I, I must apologize. It wasn't my intent to ask you folks, you know, about the fines. I just wanted to make you aware of the timing. And, and you know, I've got to make sure that the due process for the town is okay with the legal department before I start sending out these monetary fines. I just wanted to make that clear. Thanks, Bob. And, and we can expedite the, uh, the signing of this decision. I mean, we can 
prevail on uh, Laurie, a new town planner, and Michelle to see if we can get that done as quickly as possible so that we can get it signed and, and get it to the clerk's office, okay? Fran, you had a hand up? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Chair. All right, Fred. Yeah, so I, I understand the fines are not within our purview. Um, as far as uh, the signs being lit at night, um, is that something that we can put in this decision that they have to be at a minimum? I mean, they're within violation. I mean, we could maybe shut them down full time, but at a minimum, they should be shut down when they close um, overnight. Is that in, within our purview? I think Mr. the bylaw for signs says they, they have to be shut down from midnight to 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they'd have to be shut up at midnight and somebody would have to see them on that can do the enforcement part to enforce that. Okay. But that's, that's another issue. I mean, it's not what we're hearing tonight, as I understand it. Bob? Yeah, that, that doesn't come under the purview of the board. It comes under, okay. in, in my wheelhouse. Um, essentially, what I'm going to have to do is give them both verbal and written notice to number one, disable the sign immediately, do, do not use it, which means no power to it and shut it off. Um, so that'll also be part of the um, the requirement to remove the sign. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So we have a motion in place before the board and it's in the affirmative to approve the appeal. So now we'll take a vote, Fran. No. Second. I'll second. Brad, Brad had already seconded. I already seconded there, oh, pal. Sorry. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Want to get one All on right. the board. So, Mark? Uh, no. Paul? No. Brad? No. And my answer is no also. So it's unanimous. The appeal is denied. Okay, now we'll have, uh, we'll vote on the, uh, the variance motion and any comments on that? Oh, I, oh, I move that we grant the variance for the two signs currently on the building at uh, now what's the uh, 14 East Main Street? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Second. Okay. Mac made the motion. Fran seconded it. Any discussion? Okay, not seeing anything. Take a vote. Mark? No. Fran? No. Brad? No. Paul? No. And my egg vote is no. So it's unanimous. The variance is denied. Okay. Yeah, that concludes this hearing on 14 East Main Street. Okay, the next item on the agenda is the uh, discussion through the planning board's uh, proposed zoning bylaw amendments for the 2022 annual town meeting. Right. It was sent out yesterday, the, uh, the latest and greatest version of these. It's, uh, the planning board has spent along. And I want to ask the board if uh, we want to take a vote on these each zoning article and make you know, that decision known to the town meeting or whether we just want to discuss it and let it go with that. Any uh, comments on that? Fran? Fran, you're muted. Oh, I'm sorry. I have personal opinions on some of them, but from a zoning board of appeal standpoint, I do think that we should voice 
we, we should take a vote on the um, war, the one Warren article that is um, removing the use variance authority from the Zoning Board of Appeals, because that is directly related to the work that we do and the integrity of that work. Um, the other is, I, I think, you know, we can discuss it as to whether we think they make sense or have questions, but those questions can come up by individuals at the um, public hearing as well as town meeting, but I don't know. I'm, I'm happy to discuss them. I find it fascinating. Okay, anyone else? <clears throat> uh, I mean, I guess I probably say this opinion somewhat last year as well. Um, I guess, generally speaking, I'm against the Zoning Board of Appeals having any sort of vote as a board uh, in regards to any bylaw um, that the planning board puts forth. Um, I think that that is, you know, obviously I have personal opinions about the bylaws that are being presented, just as I had personal opinions about bylaws last year and the year before. And I express them as I do every year by going to town meeting and raising my hand to vote yes or no. Um, I, I think the Zoning Board of Appeals should stay out of providing their opinion because essentially what we're doing is providing our own personal opinion about these bylaws, but leveraging the Zoning Board of Appeals. Um, and, you know, I, I view, uh, you know, myself at least, you know, as, as an appointed member from the select board, um, not voted on by the residents um, and just don't think it's uh, appropriate for us to sort of take a position uh, on any bylaw that's presented by the planning board. Hey, thank you. That's Anyone else? Yeah, Mr. Chair, if I may. Um, I mean- Susie had a hand up first. Oh, go ahead, Susie. Sorry Susie. again, Brad, beat you to it. <laughs> no problem. Um, I agree. I mean, we were invited to go to the planning board meeting and we did get to voice our opinion there. Um, so I agree with Paul's saying, um, I do love annual town meeting and I love listening to everybody and everybody's different questions and the vote that takes place there. So um, I just wanted to say, I agree with Paul, even though I don't know if I'd be able to vote on this night or not anyways, if Jeff and I would be able to vote, but that's my opinion. Thank you. Okay. So anyone else have anything to say about this? Jeff. I'll just reiterate what Susan, Suzanne and also Paul said so eloquently. I agree. I think it's our duty on the ZBA to make decisions based on what the zoning is. And then when we, if we go to the town meeting or we want to go to hearings, and we can bring our personal opinions. Okay, thanks, Paul. Paul, do you have a hand up? Nope, sorry. Mr. Chair, if I may? Yes, go ahead. Um, yeah, so uh, again, I, I agree with, uh, you know, what Jeff, Susie, and Paul said, um, but I just want to say I'm getting sick and tired of every year going through the use variance thing. Um, it, it's, it comes up every single year, and every single year it doesn't pass. And I mean, it's just really frustrating because it's rarely used. And when it has been used, it's, it, I think it's worked. And so just to strip, strip that away from our zoning bylaws, I, I think is, uh, 
inappropriate. And the residents of the town of Northboro have spoken over the past few years. So I, I just don't understand why this keeps coming up every single year. Okay, thanks. Now, let me put this item on the agenda because you know, the planning board asked us to have a joint meeting and we did have it on the proposed zoning bylaws. And they've changed substantially. I don't know if you've read them all, but I've read them. And there's a lot of things that we commented on at the joint meeting that have been eliminated from them. And there's been some changes that they've made. So I just wanted everybody to have the opportunity to speak. Uh, man, I don't care whether we vote or don't vote or how we handle this, but you know, I, I just wanted the board to have the opportunity to discuss it. So Fran, you have a hand up? So just real um, quick, um, because we do use these more often than the average person, and so we do have a better understanding of what the impact of them would mean, I think it is important as individuals to read them, understand the changes and the consequences of some of those changes, and speak as individuals then at town meeting, either in favor of or opposed to them, um, because they are there are several I don't understand why we're never going to allow signs on roofs. I, I mean, I, I, Sammy's is a bad example, right? Um, I don't understand why um, there's a couple that just don't make sense to me. And I guess I will ask that question for clarification at town meeting and the public hearing. But for our board, just so you know, because I do feel passionate about some of the changes that are being asked. In 2021, we had 13 variants. We had 13 applications, only one use variance. In 2020, we had 17 applications, only one use variance. In 2019, there were 12 applications, only one use variance. In 18, there were three use variances. That was pretty big. And for some of those, those use variances mattered a lot to the individuals. Mm -hmm. And the only way that we could grant them relief from the zoning bylaws that would have otherwise prevented them from doing something would be taken away and it would put them into a, a process that could take a year to 18 months. And so I would really ask everyone to look at these and we are better informed and better educated than the average citizen on these. And we do have some responsibility to speak again, either for or in opposition of them when they come to town meeting. That's all. Thanks, Fran. Thanks, Fran. Any other discussion on this panel? Seeing none. And that last item on the agenda is the uh, the minutes from our last meeting, February twenty second. Mm -hmm. Mr. Chair, I move that we accept the minutes from the February twenty second, twenty two me meeting as submitted. Second. And Fred. Feature Mark. Fred. Yep. <laughs> All right, all those in favor of accepting the minutes, Fran? Aye. Mark? Aye. Brad? Aye. Paul? Aye. Myself, aye. Okay, any other business <clears throat> coming before the board? Anyone? Is our, is our next meeting uh, in, are we skipping April? Is our next meeting is in May? Yes. May 24th, I think I saw. Correct. That's, no. that's correct. Okay. Okay. That's all I got. Thank you. Is the town meeting going to be back in the auditorium or are we doing this outdoors again? Does anyone know? It's currently being planned for the Monday night, the fourth Monday night indoors. 
unless there's a termination that the COVID whatever um, mm -hmm. changes our minds and then it would be done outdoors later in the week. Gotcha. Thank so you. So April, April 25th, Fran? That, is that the last Monday yeah. of the month? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure before I enter it on the calendar. Memorial right. Day is the very, very last day this year, right? Hey, Dick, it's yeah. my understanding the Board of Selectmen are going to make that determination on Monday night at their meeting on March 28th. Okay, great. Thank you. Any other? Your motion to adjourn? I motion we uh, conclude the meeting and adjourn. Second. Second. Okay, Mark made the motion. Brad seconded. Those in favor? Mark? Aye. Fran? Aye. Brad? Aye. Paul? Aye.